Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And it is 1058 on a Wednesday. Are you guys ready for more live imaging? I'm just excited I hear the master's music in the background. Well, I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. <laughs> we are still under construction here at 710 ESPN, as we know, based on the stream. So, where, has, anybody where, mentioned, has anybody mentioned that to you, Chris? Oh, we've got hard hats back there. <laughs> Amanda, our boss, had a jackhammer out last night. <laughs> nice. We're trying to get through it. But here's the big – hi, Slee, by the way. What's going on, Morales? Ha- oh, we're, he we're, does not sound excited about this bit. We're, oh, <laughs> man. Help. We're trying to help with the streaming service. I think Taylor just let him go back there. He can figure it out. Happy Ash Wednesday, by the way, to our Catholic friends. i got to get some ashes today. But I've sl- I slept here last night, so I'm in the same clothes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Here's the big announcement that happened. Where do you happened sleep? In, where do you sleep when you're there? My old office. Studio C. Get on like, the floor. Like my pillow was still here. The, in the No, we get a pillow in there. Get on the floor. Ooh, that's Just, floor. Chris, that's uh, not a great look. No, it's okay. You should, air, you should Airbnb some of the other studios. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's the big announcement that happened during Mason and Ireland yesterday. Revenue. For Masters Weekend, we want to bring back the golf bit, but we can't do Travis versus Ireland 15 because he's beat him 14 other times. So... <laughs> Mason and Ireland versus Travis and Sliwa. A scramble best ball tournament. I love it. Al looks oh, yeah, enthused. <laughs> no, I'm 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 Slee's in. not I, giving I, me a lot today so far. I think that's uh Al, I think that's Al. I think that'd be fun. Trav, now Al. here's the one thing that I'm gonna Al. need from you. We will roll them. Well we we, we just gotta go to work. Them. Like I you will I roll you, them. I need buddy, to go to work. Buddy, buddy, I've seen your swing. You're fine. We will hammer them. It, this 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 is we, we're going to have to give it, it put it to this way and I, I am comfortable signing up for it right now and i'm even willing to sign up for oh, it we don't right need now you to sign and, up for it you guys are signed up for it already and though. giving them shots you know what i mean like we have to make this competitive because without shots this is going to be a boat race so we we need to figure okay, out how many down shots there, turbo need. turbo I, I just said i play <laughs> once a year you're fine i trust me when i tell you this have i let me ask you this al have yep. you ever heard me this confident about anything yes well, that's probably true. But I'm, you, I'm as confident about this as I am some other things as well. One last thing before I wait, go wait, ahead. Real Chris, Morales, Chris, so just because we're right now in – we're in the middle of a labor dispute in baseball, and there's negotiations that go on. Trav, right. do we hold out right now? Like, do we I'm just going to tell you, Slee, if you go on strike, weeks? we've got somebody waiting to come in. <laughs> so here's my question. Does Sedano play golf? Uh, No. Uh, he, he came out to our Travis versus Ireland thing, the one that you and I but were he doesn't, together. Because I know Cap plays. Cap has got an amazing, uh, amazing swing. He crushes the ball. Yeah, no, Cap's pretty good. But so to have to talk to him for four hours this. is painful. <laughs> well, that, nobody's like, we only got four foursomes, right? We can't play a six. We could put them in their own twosome. No. They could be behind the best. The best option for the bit is Travis and Sliwa versus Mason and Ireland at Black Gold Golf Club so Masters w- Weekend. We're going we're gonna to do it anyways, but I think that's a good idea. Trav, if Cap plays, then why not have Sedano and Cap in it too? I don't know if Sedano plays, but we, we, yeah, that's a good idea. I don't, you know, you're kind of ruining the bit here. But anyway, uh, I appreciate the uh, the input. A lot of times when I present these things, Slee, they've already been crafted and created. You know, are you going to caddy for me again, Chris? Hundred percent. I thought at ten fifty five, you thought of it, and you were like, "Let's just let's no, put this out there." This was during Mason and Ireland. Okay, yeah. I will caddy for the Travis and Slewa team. I believe good. just to good. just to annoy Mason and Ireland because they already think I hate them, so it just goes for the bit. I think you gotta get Sedano and Cap too. That's okay, a good. That's get us all. Slee's in. just trying to get out of it. <laughs> well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm playing. Will, will Lady Slee come out to support you? Will she probably bring the towel and wipe your face? She'd probably have zero interest at all. Clean yeah. your dimples. <laughs> see, we're we're locking in more on this because Susan would be like, I don't want to go see you. Play One last thing I, before I hand it off to you, boys. I'd rather do less. Did anybody else notice that producer Emily this morning put Clinton Yates on the rundown email? Yep. I Alan did. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason why I did is because I had to ask her, hey, can you send me the rundown email? And she forwarded an email with everybody but me. Thank you, Emily. Ooh.
Where is Emily? Thank you. Emily's not hey, talking. Hey, oh, yeah, I'm not talking. Hey, Emily, so, Emily, explain thank you. yourself. Thank you. So I usually just with the rundown emails, I just reply to my previous email from the day before. So I guess I also left you off yesterday's email. So thank I you again. For <laughs> that as well. That, and you. Uh, you know, I just I'm not very. I guess I, I'm I'm not the most detail oriented person in the world. So I just I, I'm sorry. I left. I'll you make off. sure to text Berg when I need stuff for the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. And then he can he can communicate with me through the wall. I I. I'm okay. I how, apologize, Mr. Sliwa. Thanks how cold-blooded was Clinton here yesterday, Travis? Just walking in in the middle of your show, just Brazen. sitting down, looking at Slee like, Brazen. yeah, I'm looking at you, Slee. I'm coming for you. Well, Come on you- down, Yates. Come on down, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Does Yates play golf? Oh, <laughs> my God. I guarantee you he's got a month to bad. figure it out. <laughs> Morales, I'm sure there's a couple people looking at your imaging, too. Oh, oh wow. wow. I got yeah, a long. Got fired. I got a long-term deal. Don't worry about that. Yeah, he probably <laughs> anyway. plays in vans anyway, so it, it would work out that way. But if Clinton starts voicing rejoins, we got a problem for me too. <laughs> there you go. More of Travis and Sleeve for your Wednesday right now. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, Al, Al, we'll, we'll we'll take care of those guys. I, I, okay, I am a pretty decent caddy. You know what I mean? Like I will be able to help you with some very. I can't. I'm not going to turn you into like a tour player right away. <laughs> But I will be able – you will be able to advance the ball. You will be able to get it in the air. You will be able to land the ball kind of sort of where you want to do it. We will take care of this. I feel very, very good about our uh, Listen, I'm all in. I think it will be fun, and uh, I definitely need to play some golf before we play some golf. <laughs> all right. You were talking about uh, – you put up a poll yesterday because watching Luca last night really yeah. kind of hammered, hammered it home for me that the Lakers do not have what you need to have in the NBA to be – a champion. You need to have a guy that can just say, "I'm going to take uh, guys. I got it. I got it. I'm going to. I got it." And that's what he did last night. He made a couple of those teardrop shots that were just so good. He got a couple of guys wide open looks that they were able to finish. And Luca, for the last five or six minutes of that game, just took over. The Lakers right now do not have that guy. LeBron is doing the best he can, but he just doesn't quite because, like you said. When he got going, when he brought them back in the third quarter, and it was a fun little run, he got hot from three, right? He started he started knocking down three point shots. He got hot from three, and and that's fine. But and they were down twenty one, so right. it's like you're coming, you're all the energy that you're using, you're just using it to just stay in the game. Kind of comes and goes though, right? Like the, that three point shot for LeBron. Some nights he has it, some nights he he's not Steph Curry or Clay Thompson where it's going to be there night after night after night. And it just the the Luca portion of it was just so glaring to me, like, oh, yeah, we don't have anything like this on the Lakers squad. we we got to really start thinking about how to find that next guy. We thought it was AD. It's not. You thought Russ might be able to help. He hasn't been able to. LeBron is in his 19th season, so asking any more than you're getting from him seems unrealistic. So, but Can, can, I, can I stop you there? It, the idea was never individually, right? The idea was collectively. Mm-hmm. And well, it's just... I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I think mm-hmm. that Anthony Davis individually was a big part of this. But what I'm saying is that collectively, you know, if it's just Anthony Davis's team, okay, well, that's the Pelicans back in the day. If it's just LeBron's team, well, you don't have enough talent at age 37. If it's just Russ's team, you're a lottery team. Okay. When I, yeah. when I say collectively, as in Russ was supposed to take a load off of uh, LeBron. Yeah. No, LeBron I, I, can still be the guy that does it. Doesn't have to do it every night, but sure. he can do it when he needs to. But AD that has supposed been the case to grow into that, right? AD was supposed to grow into that. Hey guys, I can do this. Night AD after has night had an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly disappointing season. Yeah, and, and on, on all fronts. Not, you know, obviously and, and, the injuries. Like, and you see these other guys that are ascending, right? And AD's been in the league a decade. But you look at you look at Luca last night. You look at John Morant doing. You look at guys like Trey Young. You look at Giannis, who's in the prime of his career, and KD in the prime. Like, it just feels like we are not on a level with those guys as far as having. Okay, we got the piece, and now let's figure out the supporting pieces, like you're talking about. So I, I you and I talked about this yesterday because John Morant had the 52 piece and that shot went 22 of 30, <laughs> hit a shot from 0.4 seconds, had the dunk that he had. And then that was leading into the game against the Mavs with Luka. So I put out this poll yesterday. Luka or Ja, you're starting a franchise. You're the general manager. I asked this to Michael yesterday, to Brad Turner as well. You you have you are the general manager of a franchise, and you got both of these players in front of you. You got Luka or you got Ja. You get to choose between the two of them. Who would you pick? Luka. It, but it, it, it's easy for me for one reason, and Jaw would be my second pick in this whole thing, of like the whole draft of the league. Ja would be number two. It's the size. 
right? That 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 Luca's just that size. That even and, and Luca's game is not predicated on bonkers athleticism. Mm-hmm. Luca's game is predicated on bonkers skill and bonkers the ability to play the game and see the game and know how it works. Jaws got those things, but Jaws just a freak athlete too. Luke, Luke, if Luca's not even in shape and he does these things, okay. Like, so if he ever was, got serious, my goodness, I was surprised. By the way, fifty-three percent Luca, forty-six percent or forty-seven percent Ja. Uh-huh. I was surprised by this because Michael went Ja, Brad Turner, L.A. Times went Ja. I went mm-hmm. Luca, and both of their reasons were what some that you just said right there. They don't. I don't know if they just don't have faith that Luca's going to stay in shape. They don't have faith that Luca is going to take care of his body enough to stay in shape or whatever the case is. But uh, I don't know. There's something about Luca. I like the it's it's he's going to rely less on his athleticism, which I think will you know the the, the risk of getting that actually injured is yeah. beneficial. Yeah, I I, I I couldn't agree more. I and this is why the Lakers to me are in such a weird spot because. How often does a guy like that come around? Very, very rarely. How often is there a John Morant around? Not, not that often. How many guys, Al? Let me ask yep. you this. I'm kind yep. of jumping all over the place. Let me, let me, let me focus. Let me reset for a second. How, how many guys are in that conversation of guys that okay? If he's my best player, I'm good. I just need to build around him. Are there, are there seven of those guys? And that, that might be generous. It might not be seven. It might be five. Probably, Giannis. Right. Yep. Giannis, KD, no brainers. Luca, no brainer. Um, Embiid, Embiid for sure. Okay. Is is Steph one of those guys? So that you're basically starting your you're building your entire franchise around. Yep. Yeah. Steph's one of those guys. Okay. So Steph makes five. Is mm-hmm. LeBron still one of those guys? Probably not. Right. Well, listen. It just comes for LeBron. It just comes down to age, right? Like that's it. That's the only reason why. It's the only reason why Jokic is another one of those players. So there's a few of them. Yeah, there's okay, a few of them in but there. there's less than ten. I mean, after we hit about five, Agreed. we started running out of them. So what do you do if you're the Lakers? Because we've seen the draft portion of this, that your best bet is do you, do you start honing in on one of these guys right now? Do you start manipulating your cap space? Do you start manipulating your draft picks, making deals to accumulate picks? So when it comes time for free agency or to make a deal, that you have a full arsenal of, of options to do it? Do you start doing that immediately for a guy like Ja, who, you know, might be a handful of years away, or Luca, or whenever he comes? That You know, maybe it's not those guys specifically, but the next version of that. Okay, can I be honest with you? I, I want to, because I, I knee-jerk reaction would tell you, bro, play out LeBron's contract. Try to trade Russ in the offseason. Um you know, as much as, as down as we've been on Anthony Davis, what we've been down on him the most is probably, listen, he's been inconsistent, but it's more the availability portion, right? Like you just, if he's For in sure. games, he's going to get you 20 and 12 or whatever it is, right? Unavailable his entire He's been career. unavailable. As much as I like, I sit there and I, I say just play this thing out, it also doesn't look like you're not looking on the horizon and saying, that looks good next year. And I know there's so many unanswered questions and you haven't put together a roster, but this season has gave you the feeling that if you try to continue to build with LeBron and AD, you, you might be, it might be fool's gold, right? Like, it like it I, might I, I be. I don't think it's a might. I think it is. It I, I might, think that it's crystal clear. And, and, and I, I think it's crystal clear. Part of that also has to do with what's the league going to look like a year from now. A lot of those teams in the league – are either going to get better or healthier or stay exactly where they are. And staying exactly where they are means they're one of the teams that could come out of the Western Conference. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And today, Al, is one of the, is the anniversary of arguably the greatest single, single achievement in the history of all of sports. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
I'm so glad that's the promo that popped in right there. Have you seen the commercial out about Boston Dynamics? It's a it's a Sam Adams commercial. This is where they're all it? dancing and everything yes. else. Yeah, screw yes. it, bro. Yeah, that's what was... they do. That's what they do. They want you to think they're one of you until they freaking take you over, and then it's it's done. I, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm seeing these little robots like do the gritty, and I'm like, what what am I looking at here? Like, what what exactly? And it's that guy that you're you're a friend from Boston. It's that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that campaign, and he's pretty funny. And the next thing you know, he's getting the Boston Dynamics robots liquored up on Sam Adams in their dancing. We're like, Slee's not going to like this at all. Their movements are so it, – it's not good, man. I don't know what to tell you. You know, can you imagine 10 years from now? <laughs> I don't think you have 10 minutes. If those things decided to become set in it now, it's over. Hey, they don't need another 10 years of uh, R&D on that thing to get it hammered out. You know, You know when I go down the – Sometimes we'll go down the rabbit hole. I tried telling you yesterday I wanted to forward some yeah, videos no, to you of just the future of the world, but I won't <laughs> do that right now. Um, but sometimes you go down the rabbit hole, and it's actually it's it's more like Elon Musk. Some of these guys that will say that it, the idea is to like merge right human and 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 computer, merge them together. Sign me up, bro. I'm I'm ready to go. I have a feeling if too many of these people get get merged, they're they're going to leave me out of the mix. <laughs> So here, just a little behind the scenes very quickly, Al and I were walking to our cars yesterday, and, and he says to me, he goes, yeah, I was watching these videos of what a nuclear war might look like. Do you want me to send them to you? I'm like, no. It's only from, <laughs> it's only from Princeton, you know, not like a Why well-established. That? Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, it's not good. If you Let's talk about me, the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's I'll, what I'll, said. I, I'm going to go uh, full Emily Hebel and look at uh, TikTok all day long before before I look at that. By the way, Emily, you've uh, you deleted the apps. You're, yeah, you're I deleted the apps. No longer have any social media on my phone. I only have Twitter on my computer for work to keep updated. Uh, also, though, the robots did infiltrate. So, <laughs> I, uh, I, I in the meantime, I have to do something when I'm like not doing anything. So I have I have gotten into mini crosswords when I'm not doing anything. So my mini crossword for today had Boston Dynamics and robots in it. So the robots have infiltrated <laughs> even that part started. of my life. I'm I'll just, send you a couple of videos to hold you over. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. I, I also I think YouTube I'm only using as in, as for educational no. purposes. So that's that's my YouTube ness of it. Al, take me through it. Like after you're done with those videos, like yep. What, what, what do you do after that? Go for you a just... walk. Let's go for a walk outside. <laughs> a nice walk. Grab Rookie. Rookie, let's go. Look up at the sky and make sure everything's okay. Um, you guys aren't old enough to remember this. Maybe there's a member, uh, members of our audience that remembers this. There's a TV show in the early 80s, at like 81, 82, High to the Cold War, right? And it was on ABC. It was on network television. When there's only three. This is almost pre-cable. It was pre-everything, right? This is... Uh, everybody watching it was, a, it was a movie called The Day After, and it was about nuclear war. And I was 10, maybe 11, and I'm now 50 and remember it like I watched it yesterday. Wow. So, no, Alan, I do not want well, to no, see let, let me let, let me tell you something. And I think <laughs> I, told you, I told you this yesterday, right? I follow the news, right? So you're just naturally watching all this stuff, and it kind of leads you into this and to that. Emily, you said you don't really – Use YouTube. You just use it for educational purposes. You can do everything on YouTube. You can watch live news on there. It. You could watch live streaming, all that stuff. So even any of the stuff that you're talking about from documentaries and everything else, it's all on there. Just yeah. Uh, don't watch the miniseries uh, Chernobyl on no, uh, HBO you. now. No, no, none of that either. Nope. I'm good. I'm good on all of that. Here's a better idea. Here's a better idea than all of that. This is from our pal John. Uh, it says, hey, Morales. Please book a couple of foursomes for the All Stars to play that day as well. Oh, come on, get him in there. And then he's got a whole. He's got Ryan. He's got TFP, the CEO, Darb, Hector, Brian Beckner, Bush League, G Fish. He's got all these guys in the tweet. So there By you the way, go. We, can... we have an update on our streaming service. We're still undergoing a server switch <laughs> affecting our online stream app and podcast. Perfect. Hope to have it fixed today. So perfect. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet Progressive or Pet Progressive Pet Protection comes free with auto collision coverage visit progressive.com today yeah. 1962 march 2nd 1962 wilt dropped 100 and you know it's kind of like a legend right like every oh you know will chamberlain scored 100 points in a game mm -hmm. i want everybody out there to think about this al i want you to think about it emily taylor th think about how we hold kobe's 81 point game in in our collective memories right it was 
one of the most remarkable things any of us has ever. He, he couldn't miss all night long. He was 19 points short of 100 with no three-point line and did it in a four-quarter game. And it just it defies explanation. It is hard to articulate how insane scoring 100 points in one game actually is, Lee. So it, it, it's the equivalent of, let's say he's scoring 20, 20 points a quarter, right? He needs another quarter. <laughs> needs another quarter to get to. He needs one more twelve-minute quarter to get where he's going to get to. Um, he also hit seven threes that game as well. So just kind of it points to that. Okay, that's seven additional points that Wilt couldn't get. So if yep. you take the seven off the eighty-one, it, I mean, I, the only reason I point that out that's seventy-four. It just <laughs> it it points out how ridiculous. Now on the other side of it, it is incredibly difficult for a guard to put up that many points. Yep. Sure it is. Just, and I'm, 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 there's obviously advantages because of the three-point line, but it's also incredibly ridiculous that a guard is putting up 81 points. But the Wilt thing and the 100, and it's one of the more iconic moments in all the sports, and he's holding the piece of paper, and it says 100. I don't, I don't think it's one of. I think it's the. I think it's one of one because there have been other remarkable performances. Tiger Woods won the U.S. Open by 15 shots. Yeah. Okay, fifth. He was twelve under. The next closest guy, I think, it was Ernie Els, was three under or three over par. It's fifteen shots. It's 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 a ridiculous accomplishment. It's there's no one else that's even in the same universe. But it's not that. I, I'm trying to think what it might. It would be the record for home runs in one game is four. Right? No one has ever hit five home runs in one game. But it would be almost like somebody hitting seven. six. Yeah. It would, yeah. It's, it's just it's it's insane. Sean Sean Green a million years ago played for the Dodgers. Really good player. And I'm going to get this a little bit wrong, but this is mostly right. He had a game against the Brewers where he went something like six for six and hit four home runs and had a pair of doubles and drove in like 11 runs. It was just some bonkers. It's not even close. That happens kind of once in a while. That will happen every four or five years where somebody has a game where they'll hit three home runs, a couple of doubles, drive in ten runs. It, It happens occasionally. This has never happened. We've never gotten close to it before since. It will never happen. Even if you did a game where you said, all right, who, who's the who's leading the league in scoring right now? Is it is it Curry still? Is it Harden? Who who leads the league? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm okay, not sure who's got the let's let's just even let's let's say peak LeBron. Peak LeBron. LeBron ten years ago. And you said to him, I want you to take every shot. And I want you to, I want you to do everything you can. And B, perfect example. We're gonna go out there and try to get you as many points as you can. What do they get? Sixty? 65, 70, it's not even within a, a mile of 100. I think I know a stat more impressive than 100 points in a game. And I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I really, really think this is more impressive, okay? Which one is more impressive to you? And it's not talked about nearly enough. 100 points in one game or in 80 games you averaged 50 and 25. <laughs> it's also Wilt, right? It's Wilt. Yeah. Try to think about that for a second. He averaged 50 points and 25 rebounds a game for 80 games. I'm not trying to duck the question, Slee, because it's a good one. But aren't they kind of different? One is a peak performance on a night, and the other one is just sustained greatness over a season. They're kind of different. They're both bonkers. But but 50 and 25. If somebody had 40 and 20 tomorrow, Sports Center is going out of their way. They're leading off. They're talking about it. He averaged 50 and 25. That means when he had a night, when he had 44 and 19, it goes down. He was below his average. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, look, he, he was all right. Derek Thomas, seven sacks in one game in 1990. That one gets thrown out there every once in a while. If I told you yeah. that next season, Aaron Donald had seven sacks in one game, would you believe me? Kind of. I, exactly. I would too. Yeah, if kind you of. say exactly, if you say, "Hey, Trev, you 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 were you were sick. You missed the game." Aaron Donald had seven sacks. I believe. Yep. You, you got to be kidding me. Did he really? That's amazing. But I'd believe you. Yeah. If you if you called me one night and said, "Hey, Trav, he had nineteen. Ke- 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 Kevin Durant had a hundred points last night. Get out uh, no, of here. No, yeah. he didn't. Yeah. No, that's, he didn't. that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Kevin yeah. Durant had a hundred points against the Jazz. Get <laughs> no, out of here. he didn't get out of here. Get out of here. There's no chance he had a hundred points last night. 
that's what Wilt did. And I get it. The next biggest guy in the league was probably, what, 6'3"? I understand that he had some built-in advantages in the league at that time. But it's still it, – it is something we will – like, you know, we say, oh, you're never going to see that again. Yeah. Odds are you probably will. You are never going to see that again. You know, that's, that's why I always like those – kind of those baller moments where we'd look at – Kobe had, what, 60 and three quarters or 61 mm-hmm. and three quarters. And it was like, nah, I'm good for the fourth. Like, I always I – always, I always go back to those, like, there's something baller about that. The dude put up 100. Put up 100 on his own. Wonder, Emily, you may know this. Do you, do, how many shots did he miss? Like, do, do we know the box score from that day? Like, how many how many shots did he take and miss? Because to, he can't have missed more than a very small handful of shots, right? He must have made all of his free throws or damn near all of his free throws. I'm just curious. 36 of 63 from the field. Took okay. 63 shots. She's... 28 of 32 from the free throw that's line. That's extraordinary. And he was not a good foul shooter. So that he had a night where he was knocking them all down. That's that's 36 of 63 and 28 of 32 from the free throw line. Yeah, just 100. Just a nice little tidy 100 on a given night. Never, ever again. Roger Clemens struck out 20. He's done that a couple of times. We've yep. seen some other guys strike. Uh, Kerry Wood had a 20 strikeout game. We've seen mm-hmm. some 19 strikeout games. It's not like Will has 100 the, and a bunch say, of guys have 95. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 100, 81, and then we're right back down into the 70s. Okay, just there's, there's one that I thought was pretty unique, and I know it's hockey and no one really cares about it, but a hat trick in 21 seconds. Three skulls in 21 seconds. It happened in 1952. Obviously, it was a long time ago. But a hat trick in three and 21 seconds is amazing to me. But, yeah, okay, that's, that's you're, not, you're not wrong. You're, mm-hmm. But that's more just a bizarre fluke, right? Like, everything has to break right. That's not – like, I'm trying to think, what would the equivalent be of 100 point, 12 goals in a game? I mean, it's something crazy like that. Yeah, that probably. Three, three, three goals in 21 seconds is ludicrous. But that's just a fluke of terrible play on the other team and really good luck for whoever it was that put in those three goals. You want another ridiculous one? Hit me. Lisa Leslie scoring 101 points – in a single half of basketball. This was in high school. She I'll, played 16 minutes, made 37 of 56 field goals, 27 of 35 free throws. Can I see some footage of that? I'd I really wonder, like is that physically that. possible? I know. Shots. How did, how did she, what happened on those other 19 that she missed? So she didn't have her feet def- set. <laughs> should have put that defender on her. Hey, Caitlin, go D up Leslie. She, she, she's only <laughs> shooting 80% against you. <laughs> go, 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 go try to Jennifer, you got to help. We're running a zone. <laughs> Move your feet. Move your feet. She's got, she's killing you. She's got 90 points. It's the uh, middle of the third quarter. Good. Unbelievable. Factor cap coming up next. How are we as negotiators, Slee? That's coming up. Seven. Awful. ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. Welcome in. I also have to first address this. Uh, I got a tweet from John Goss. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. But he said, Emily, I was born in 62. Please don't refer to that as a long time ago when I was referencing that hockey thing. I was like, ah, it is a long time ago, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm sorry, guys. It is National Old Things Day, so uh, maybe I'm just uh, rubbing it in a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> so first, I know we're all talking about all day about negotiations, about labor disputes, all that good stuff. So you are a good negotiator. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Cap. I, I, I really wish that I were, but I'm not. I, I, I Once I get kind of what I need – then I'm kind of okay with it at that point. Like I, I, I am not really good at being the guy I'll walk out of the room or, I, you know, this is I'm, the walk away is not in my repertoire. If I can get close to what I had in mind, I'll probably take it. I, I'm, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to peel the, 
the finish off the desk to get every last thing that I want. That's not my my MO. But you're the king of power moves. I would think but that I, you but would I be don't great I, but see, I, I know I have my power moves, but I don't have that power move. Like I, I have Uber power moves, restaurant power moves, children power moves, but I don't have business power moves. I don't have those. Okay, that tells part of the story. Because if you're relying on I'm going to do a power move here. And I'm going to squeeze his hand uh, stronger when I shake his hand, and I'm going to have the upper end. Probably not a good, probably not the best strategy or negotiator. I'd like to think I'm a pretty decent negotiator. I mean, you know I was on the business side for 10 years or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. I actually really like that when, when you're in a position where you have to negotiate something, and I think there is a way to do it, and I think there is definitely, you know, the under promise over deliver is a big part. I think the... Make sure they win, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's a way to do it. The last thing you want to do is, I crushed them. No, no, no. You're going to be doing business with this person for however long it is. It's okay if both parties win. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I, I really actually like that side of whatever it is, right? You like don't that, subscribe to the idea, Al, that if both parties walk away unhappy, it's actually a good deal? Bro, what, what's you know what's worse than that? I don't know if it's worse than that, but one side coming out like, Oh, I got him. No, that's yeah. that's that's short sighted. But like, if this both isn't going to be like they had to give a little bit, then that's probably not. That's the okay. End of the world. Yeah. No, no, no. Like that, if that, I, that, I could have got a little more. If both sides feel like that, that's probably a decent deal. You know what? The easiest when when you know whatever you're no, negotiating, there are times where it's like the easiest thing is when you know it doesn't feel right. You're like, okay, that just ain't going to work, right? Yeah. Like that's that's where it's like there's less emotion in it. It's like no, that just is not a good deal for me. But you kind of want to find that middle ground, that happy ground, whatever it is, and, and flourish from there. It's but like it, an, it, sorry, it's like in the office episode when they were doing the negotiation one where uh, Greg uh, – not Greg. Greg just texted me. That's why his name popped up. But when Michael was like, wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> Daryl. Yeah, exactly. And then also when they were like, okay, here's the situation. Well, he was lose, he was lose. negotiating his own paper company. Remember, he started his own paper company. <laughs> yep. And they offered him $12,000, right? And then whatever he did, he's like, never accept the first offer. And he's telling them. Well, they actually goes, worked out. Well, he goes, never accept the first offer. And he's telling them across the table. And he goes, what's your second offer? <laughs> they didn't even give him a first offer. Yeah. Or he wanted it specifically on a napkin that was across the table. If, if he didn't get that, then it's no good. That yeah. show is the best. Yeah. Watching The Office is a good way to get some great negotiating tactics. Let's, <laughs> let's forward that over to the MLB. Um, okay. So next, Bob Odenkirk uh, of... Better Call Saul fame, Breaking Bad fame, said that uh, getting into shape for the movie Nobody, uh, which was a superhero action movie, is what saved his life. So you could get into superhero shape if given the chance. Alan, is this factor cap? So this is what would have to happen. There would be a lot of things that I, I would need. I don't know enough to get in shape, right? So if you said, hey, Al. That's a good point. Get out there and go get in shape. I would do the same thing I've been doing for 39 years that hasn't worked. So <laughs> I, I'm going to need somebody to help kind of paint the picture and lead me in the right way. But here's the reality. If your job is to be in shape and you could spend from morning to night and you have a trainer and you have a nutritionist and you – I have the discipline, I think, to do it. I just don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and with our jobs – Yesterday we were talking about this. Why was I cramming as many carbs in as I possibly can? Because you got home at 1130 at night. <laughs> it's not a good idea. So I think you just got to – I mean, I'm making excuses, but I think there's – No, you're not. You're making good points. That, that it, With Emily's question, the Odenkirk part of it is the, the key part of it. That if you to, – to your point now, if you said to me, Trav, we're going to give you a trainer, we're going to give you a chef, we're going to give you a coach – that's going to be with you and your job is to get in superhero shape, I think I could do it with that support system. I can't do it. If you just said to me, hey, listen, you know, we'll give you a gym membership and go as often as you want, I can't yep. do that. I don't have the discipline for that because on my way to the – You guys sell red vines? It's a gym. <laughs> okay. On my way to the gym, there's probably an in and out or two on the way there or on the way home. I'm not going to be able to – but if I know that, no, no, we're going to go home, here's your kale salad and your baked salmon – then I could probably stay on shape. That, no, that's, I, 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 and the other the other part of it is, at this point in my life, for who, for what? To quote Alan Iverson, what am I doing here? Why why do I need a six pack at this point in my life? I don't. I'm good. Okay. Here's my here's the one thing that we talked about Luke a little bit earlier. Shape this, all that. That's what's crazy about Zion to me. 
Zion can't stay in shape, and it's not Trav. You said, well, why do I got to do it at this stage of my life? He's 22. Mm -hmm. He's got everything in front of him. He's going to lose so much money by not staying in shape. And, oh, by the way, he's got every single resource in front of him to stay in shape. That's that's crazy. If you said to me, my employment is predicated on being superhero fit, then I would get to work on it. But it, that that Zion, he, you know, the, the the minimum entry to be in that league is you better be exceptionally fit, and he's he's the opposite of that. Luca's not exactly. I was watching the game last night with the Lakers. No, Luca looks in shape now. He wasn't in shape when the season started. He looks better, but I'll look at his body next to Russell Westbrook's body. Look at his body next to LeBron James's body. Look at his body, and let's go to look at his body next to Kent Bazemore's body. He's not in the same universe as those guys. But can I tell you something? That's also, look at his style of basketball. Yes. It's not like, like I don't know how to explain it. It's He's you know not predicated on succeeding by being pure athlete. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid came to the league heavy, unknown, yep. and didn't know how to. There, there's that unbelievable story about where he was ordering literally pitchers of Shirley Temples to his hotel. Pitchers oh of sugar gosh. syrup and soda. Pitchers of it. I mean, sounds awesome. And then, and then he decided, you know what, this is not good for me and my look. This is not good for me and my profession. He got himself in much better shape. Luca needs to take that. I don't know if he's getting pitchers of Shirley Temples. Jokic as well. Those are, yeah. I, But those are guys that I don't know if they being having Kent Bazemore, Russell Westbrook, or Dwight Howard's body is – can't hurt. Fully necessary for it, them. Maybe not fully necessary, but it certainly wouldn't make him a worse player. Yeah. Speaking of temptations coming back from the gym, I have a Target right next to my gym, and it's. It, I literally spend probably a hundred dollars every time I go to the gym. So it's because the shopping carts. Because you like the shopping carts. Shopping carts, and it's amazing. So up next, uh, speaking of food that isn't good for you, if you are making boxed mac and cheese, you follow the instructions on the box. You don't add anything extra. Alan, is this factor cap? I'm not good with directions. I'm not like if. If I need to get somewhere, I could throw it into ways, and it just calculates everything on its own, and I don't have to do anything else. That, to me, is a form of directions. When you're saying, hey, put one-third this, do this, this much hot water, this, this, all that stuff, I don't know why. I'm not good also. You put go to Ikea and buy something, and they got the direct I call AAA. I call AAA for that. <laughs> I need you to put together I'm my desk. I'm awful at that. Yeah, I'm dude, awful I, at that. I change flat tires and put in new batteries. Yeah, but this desk, it's got a wobbly leg. Do you think you could maybe The mac and cheese up? is kind of runny. Ma- mac and it's cheese. too watery. Specifically, um, no, I'm not going to follow that recipe because they don't have enough milk in there. They don't have enough salt and butter that can make what boxed mac and cheese tastes a little bit better than that. I need a general outline, Emily. I don't need specific instructions. I know how to cook. I, I am an adult man who knows how to put together a meal, so I, I don't need – now, look, if I'm making something fancy, if I'm going deep into the cookbook, I may need a, a technique class here or there, but I know how to put things together. I don't need the instructions. This is the biggest thing for me with that not having TikTok. TikTok, I got a lot of res- recipes on it, and then you get to see them make it really quickly. You Almost should, all of my recipes are from TikTok. I, I need, I'm not, I need I'm not trying to send you down the to the path of destruction here, yes. but I would offer you – a dispensation where you would be allowed to feed yourself and cook for yourself <laughs> and on TikTok videos. You just got to stay away from the other stuff. Uh, don't worry. I saved a couple before I there deleted it, so don't worry about right. that. So up next, you always press the button on a crosswalk when you approach, even if you know it doesn't actually do anything. Travis, this is Factor Cap. Cap. I. This goes back to our elevator conversation. I, you know, don't want people touch that button? Mm-mm. I'll wait. Oh, wait, if it, if it goes through, I may elbow it or knee it or hit it with my foot or one of those things. But you know the one that has the little metal, like, roof on it where you can, only your finger can get in there? You can't use your elbow or your, your toe? Uh, I'm going to be waiting for a while, or I'm going to be looking to run across the street without hitting the light because I am not touching that button on that crosswalk. I usually lick my finger first, and then I That's touch why. it. And then after Stick that. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I don't. I don't think of any of that stuff. Ugh. None of it. Like when I'm, I mean, I might. I might use my fist, like the kind of the side. I might do one of those, but I'm not paying too close attention. We were at the studio yesterday. I don't know if when you're at the studio, maybe I was like this more a year ago when when COVID was more uh, an issue. I guess you could say it was going on. I'm not. Never I'm, heard of it. I'm sitting down. I'm. If somebody else was in that chair, whatever was on the desk, I guess I'm not as worried about it anymore. I just try not. very hard not to touch anything. And I'm not, I'm not incapacitated by it. But, for instance, when I walk into our studio, yeah. I got I got this thing going here. 
I, I'm not touching it with my bare hand. I'm going to have my sleeve over the end of my hand. I'm going to have a napkin in my hand. I'm going to do everything I can to not touch doorknobs, buttons, and anything that's common, commonly touched by everybody because I don't trust all you people. All, all you people are kind of gross, and you do gross things. I do gross things. I don't want to share in our grossness together. I think the only reason that I do it is I want to feel a sense of, like, I, I need to get across this street. I need a sense of action in it, even though I know it doesn't change the light. I know oh, that I, light I is the, automated. I, I'm with you. I, I hit the crosswalk. Press, I still hit the button. And it says, wait. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Don't don't tell me what to do. I, I got it. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going to press the button if I need. To, I'm I'm having an argument. I'm having an argument at the crosswalk with the, cro- with the telephone pole or whatever that the light pole. Don't, don't, don't tell you, me what to don't do. Don't you tell me to wait. It's like, I'm Alan Sliwa. I don't want wait when I want to wait. I'm going to cross right now. I don't care how many cars are coming. Uh, I'm walking right out of the traffic. All right, last one, guys. You believe <laughs> in intuition. Alan is his factor cap. Um. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Fact. <laughs> Nothing yeah. that. Very intuitive, Travis. Yeah. yeah it's okay. I, 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 I don't go out of my way of like, I'm with you, Travis. You and I have kind of talked about this in the past. I do feel there is this like, all right, hey, do good. Good will come. You don't got to look for it either. Just, you know, just do good and it just do bad and <laughs> just know that. There's going to be uh, there's going to be something down the road that might hit you on the side there, and it's because you've done something in the past. But I don't kind of like live my entire life thinking of that stuff while I'm going about my day. I, I guess that's it, I don't pay as much attention to it. Yeah, I I, I believe in it. I, I think that there's that thing what you put out there you get back. I, I think it's kind of what you're talking about, Al. That it it almost comes back to golden rule stuff, right? Treat others how you would like to be treated, and that stuff kind of comes together. But yeah, there there is something I would have a very hard time. refuting the idea because has this ever happened to you like for whatever reason you you haven't thought about somebody in your life in a very long time maybe it's somebody you went to high school with or maybe it's an uncle you haven't seen in a really long time and you haven't talked to him or whatever and you just that little kernel of thought pops in your head you're like hey i wonder what he's up to you know what and then later that day that dude reaches out to you i mean that that happens a lot there, there has to be some sort of universe connection to where all these pieces are interconnected. To one. Is that intuition, Emily? Is that what we're talking intuition about? Intuition is a feeling. It's like, oh, I'm feeling yeah. called to do this, and therefore I'm going to do it. So I brought it up because uh, one of my best friends, she lives in Colorado, she sent me a letter a year ago. And for some reason, I have an intuitive feeling to not open it. I was like, just wait. Don't open it. I opened it a year later when she sent me another letter. And it was just, it was a cool experience to see how much her life had changed. Why haven't you responded to my first letter? (laughs) But it was like, she writes it every year on the same date. And so I was like, I'm going to wait a year because I I felt, had a feeling that her life would be very different a year later. And so I shared it with her over the phone of like, here's how much you've changed in the year. Here's what was bothering you in the year. Here's how how you've worked through it. So that's why I I believe. Yeah, I was right. She moved to Colorado. She was in Virginia. She uh, had a boyfriend there that was bad and dumped him and moved to Colorado. Anyway, I was very intuitive. I have had... I have a lot of feelings of intuition lately. There you go. And then look, and you quit TikTok. So maybe that was intuitive as well. Yeah. And you've got recipes saved up. It's all good. It's all good. So, Al, you asked an interesting question this morning. What happened to Russell Westbrook this season? I know it didn't fit great from the jump, in, in, but this is something that I don't think anybody really saw coming. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm looking at my TV right now, Al. Yep. Tyson Fury got in great shape. Speaking of superhero shape, the heavyweight champion of the world, man, he looks amazing. That signed me up for that. That's uh by the way, that's a perfect example, right? Like that's your job, <laughs> that's your occupation. Wow. Uh you, you got to if you can if it's going to help you in whatever you're doing, I mean, look, it's going to help all of us to be in shape, but I, I haven't seen it. I'm just taking your word here that Fury looks like the man right now. He, well, he's got a jacket, but it's just his face. His face looks so much leaner and tighter. It just he, he looks like he's really put in some work along the way. Um, take me through your Russell Westbrook thing, because you, you, you were talking about it this morning, and I, I think you're spot on, and it's just it, it's weird how we've kind of gotten here, isn't it? So when I, I say what happened to Russell Westbrook, what happened to Russell Westbrook? That's what I'm referring to. Um, he won an MVP back in 2017. It's not that long ago. Okay, so he was 28 years old at the time. He's 33 now. We're not sitting here, you know, talking about winning the most valuable player award. 
I know there's definitions of how you describe the most valuable player. Sure. Of course, we know Braun could probably win it every single year. He hasn't won one since I think it was since he was in Miami or something. That just shows kind of how ridiculous the award could be at times. But Russ must have been doing something right to be the most valuable player. We remember back in the days, I know it was a little bit ago, him and KD were competing for a championship. That Him and Kevin Durant as the foundation of that Oklahoma City Thunder team. And James Harden. Well, let's go after James Harden because okay. the Harden piece, I'm talking more about they were so young back then, right? So Harden eventually gets traded. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant went three games to one up on the Golden State Warriors and Draymond Green and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Remember, they had won three games in a row to win that series. Game six was at Oklahoma City. They had chances to win. They didn't win it. They should have been representing the West in the NBA Finals. It's not that long ago. So when I say what happened to Russell Westbrook, I'm not saying that he's got to be an MVP. But just look at last night's game, the way Dallas was guarding Russell Westbrook. Trav, they're three, four feet away from him. Yeah. Baiting him. Go ahead and shoot the shot. Go ahead and shoot that bank shot that you want to shoot. That Sometimes it, it goes in perfectly off the glass. Most times it hits the glass and it just ricochets off and it goes nowhere. What happened to Russell Westbrook? I'm not, Trav, I'm not sitting here trying to make a case that he's got to be this unbelievable player for the Lakers, which I think we were hoping you were some percentage of that. He's a liability a lot of the times. Liability. Yeah, he is and has been for most of the season. Um, I I think – so let me back up a little bit. I'll speak for myself. Okay. I I, I do not – watch a ton of Washington Wizards basketball. I do not watch a ton of Houston Rockets basketball since James Harden has bounced in there. They're not a a top-level team. Mm -hmm. Since then, I have not really watched a great deal of that. I did not watch a lot of Oklahoma City after Kevin Durant left. Even when Paul George was there, I just, you know, I I don't watch them regularly. I'm watching the Lakers, and I'm watching whatever is going on on TNT. Those teams are not showing up as much, right? But I think the fact that Russell Westbrook is very, very likely to be on a different team next year, that will make five different teams in five years. Okay, that that's extraordinary because, like, what you're talking about, Al, the MVP isn't that long ago. But if you're talking about going from OKC to Houston to Washington to L.A. to wherever he goes next in, in, in basically one season after the next, that's the answer to your question. It's not like it happened. It's been happening. Because none of these teams were dying to keep him. None of these teams were doing to move heaven and earth to try to keep him happy beyond OKC. They did for a while. They tried to make it work with him. But I, I think this is the natural evolution of him as a player. He, he's going to get some stats. He's going to have some moments where it's really fun and exciting. He does play hard, all these things. But his game has been slowly declining over a period of time. And now he's on his fourth stop in four years. This was part of the reason I didn't love it from the beginning, and it's worse than I thought. But this isn't just a cliff. This has been a pretty steady decline, I think, over the last few years, just based on how eager people are to move on from it. So, but let, let, let's use what you just said. When he was with the Rockets, they won forty four. They were forty four and twenty eight that season. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're still competing. It's not like when he was with the Thunder. Um, what was his last year with the Thunder? I think his last year was the 2018-2019 season. 49-33 and 33 were the Thunder. I, I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that Russell Westbrook's the best player in the NBA, but what I'm saying is even some of the stops that he had his final year with the Thunder, his next year with the Houston Rockets. Remember the year of the Rockets? That's where the um, they lost to the Lakers. Was it the second round that they lost to the Lakers? Might have been the first, mm-hmm. but they, they had to go up. Oh, no, it was the second round because I think they played Portland in the first round. It was the, the second round that they played the Lakers. It's not like those teams were just complete lottery teams. They're not going anywhere. I'm going to throw a couple names your way. Do you remember when Jimmy Butler went through a phase yeah, where he, he was Chicago yeah. and then Minnesota and then Philly, Philly and then Miami? Yep. I, I, I think part of this also, you could use Andrew Wiggins as an example as well and where he's sitting today with the Golden State Warriors. They're not the best comps, but I'm going to do my best at this. There are times where you bring in a player where it's the right fit. And one of the points you were making before the season started, you did not like the fit for Russell Westbrook and for the Lakers, right? Like, you didn't think that was a good fit. I thought it was a bad fit for both of them. There there might be a team out there 
come this summer that says, look, I, they're not going to make a claim that Russell Westbrook's going to all of a sudden take them to go win an NBA championship. Yeah. But the fall from, you know, some of those years I'm talking about or some of those players that ended up with good teams, this is so drastic. Well, it, it, it is, but you're, you're leaving out a portion of this. That, well, I shouldn't say leaving out. You, you, you brushed on it against right there. Here, here's why I didn't like the Russell Westbrook thing, because not only was it a, he clearly a player in decline, and maybe it's not a cliff, but when everybody's happy to see you leave, that's a red flag to me, right? When no one is trying, no, 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 we're not letting him go. we got to keep him. That's When they're happy to see you go, I get, okay, what's going on here? That's part one. But part two was not only are they happy to see him go, but now you're asking him at you know 10-plus years into his career to do something he's never done before. That's why it, I think it, it's been magnified with the Lakers. It's because not just because his skills are diminishing, not because what he doesn't do as well is becoming more obvious. You're not, namely, you're not using shoot, his strengths. You're not doing what he does best. You're yeah. asking him to. You're asking him to use his third best skill as his number one thing. Like to your point, with Jimmy Butler bounced around. Jimmy Butler was always the guy that was kind of the, the best player on the team, or, or very near it. And in Miami, he's the best player on the team again, and he's doing those sorts of things. With When you brought Russ in here, this is a guy that – I don't want to use another food al- analogy here, but it makes sense. I make this dish. Okay, I make this dish, and this is what I do best, and this is what I've done my entire life. You're asking me to come in here and make something totally different. I don't really know how to do that. I'll, I'll try, but that it didn't work is not a huge surprise. And so you put those two things together, and you get a season like this that's just a – bust and and his value as a player moving forward is literally what you just said it is a we're not any good he's a name bring him in here let him go crazy every night and do whatever he wants while we try to get ready for whatever's coming next there's not a good team in basketball that would want him at this if i if i told you a year ago that russell westbrook and anthony davis were the two main players on a team a year ago Mm -hmm. so just kind of think of one year ago that Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis are the two main players on a team. Yeah. Would you think that team's seven, ten games below five hundred? Oh no, I wouldn't think it's that. No, I wouldn't. I, but that's I also wouldn't cliff. think that's a very good team. That's the cliff I'm talking about. And I think yeah. actually the Russ AD, it's like okay, well Russ can probably play more of his game, right? Like there With isn't, AD? as in he's yeah. the guard, yeah, yeah, yeah. he can kind of do his thing. I buy that. I, I always thought, <clears throat> I always thought the Braun piece of it. Look at the game yesterday. You know who's bringing the ball up the floor? LeBron James is. You know who was center for the Lakers to tip off? LeBron James, right? Like, So, Bron is obviously doing – you're going to cater to LeBron James. Hey, whatever the hell we need him to do, however we can win. And right. that's Bron. Bron is – the perfect example of Bron is you ever go to go play pickup basketball, and it's the guy that you're like, God, this guy, he just – he finds a way to win. Like, he just knows how to find a way to win. This that's is why. LeBron James in every game. Okay. That's why Westbrook was such a bad idea from the jump because you're asking you're asking the best player ever to be a secondary option. It never it never made sense. It never made sense. But the, the reason the point I was making with, <clears throat> I really think part of the calculation for the Lakers was, we do not want this much on LBJ at 37, mm-hmm. and that part has fell flat on their face because. Russ has gone into a decline. It's never been a fit, you know, since the beginning of the season. And I look, the reason why I want to talk about it, there's only one reason. It just it just went like this. How did it just drop like this to where the Mavs are saying, "Bro, we're literally disrespecting you by just leaving you alone and not paying attention to you." 